Welcome, everybody, uh, as always, to the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast. Uh, and I want to say that I always pray that this program is a uh, blessing to somebody, uh, whoever it is that might be listening to this program, uh, or even if not to you directly yourselves, you know, then certainly to people who you may know who are going through problems of whatever kind. Uh, today, we're going to be looking at the parable of the sower, and I'm going to admit right now that um, this is something that I did not fully comprehend until um, maybe about two or three days ago. Uh, the types of soil in this parable are argued about, you know, like what is the meaning of these different types of soil. Some of these are, are some of these are very plain uh, as to what they represent, like the first and the last types. Uh, we're going to look at all of these and just examine uh, the reasons why they represent what they do. So if you turn to Luke chapter 8, we're going to go through verses 5 through 8 here. So this might be kind of short. Uh, so we start off... In verse 5 of chapter 8, a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. Verse 6, and some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So, we see we have four different types of soil here. And each of these soils has uh, at least, excuse me, <clears throat> at least... Uh, uh, as an outward appearance uh, have uh, a different result or somewhat different result. The sower who, you know, excuse me, when the sower, you know, and, you know, the uh, evangelist, whoever it might be, it might be yourself or it might be anybody, is preaching or even talking uh, the word of God this seed that falls by the wayside is like a person that you're talking to or overhears the word that you're speaking and they don't understand it, they don't believe it. What happens is the devil comes and snatches this word up and away from the person so that they won't by chance understand it. He wants to keep them blinded and in the dark from the truth. That is his intention to just purposely uh, try to blind people to the word of God and so that they will be damned for eternity. This is the seed that falls by the wayside. They don't hear it, you know, they hear it, but they don't comprehend it. Uh, 
they are not drawn by the Spirit. And the devil just comes along and takes it, you know, takes that word away. Now, we see the word that falls on a rock, or the seed that falls upon a rock, it springs up and it lasts for a little bit and then it's gone. And this is the one that I had problems in understanding for many years until the other day. Uh, we notice here as it's presented in the Gospel of Luke, this seed sprang up and it withered away because it lacked moisture. This is the key that enables us to determine what type of soil, you know, what does this soil represent? You know, and I think if you read it in Matthew, it says these, these people receive the word anon with joy, but in time of trial, they fall away. What happens is, this is people who receive the word and they say, oh, I like what this says. I like it. I want to be a part. I want to follow Jesus Christ and be a Christian. But yet, we are told that they wither away. Now, why is this? We see that they lack moisture. Well, what did Jesus tell the woman at the well? He said that whoever drinks from the water that he gives which is living water, that they would never thirst again. So, these people who were like the rocky soil, they didn't have the living water, which tells me that they were also not drawn by the Spirit. You can't have a genuine Christian life, you know, you cannot be truly born again without being drawn by the Holy Spirit. There's just no way. Jesus himself said this. You cannot come to salvation unless you are drawn by the Holy Spirit. That is the Spirit of Christ. If Jesus is not calling you, drawing you at that moment to be saved, then you can't be saved right then. You absolutely must be drawn by the Spirit. That is why this, this seed that fell on the rocky soil uh, sprang up for a season and then it just withered and died when things got tough. It reminds me of, uh, I think it's in 1 John, to where uh, we're told that they went out from among us because they weren't really of us. You know, because if they had been of us, they would have continued. That's what that reminds me of. And... Uh, so that is what the rocky soil represents. And verse 7, we see that some falls among thorns. The thorns sprang up with it and choked it. This here represents someone who is indeed born again. But the cares of the world uh, have sprung up and other th you know, whatever the cares of the world might be, excuse me, whatever the cares of the world might be have choked out growth that could have occurred 
because you because whoever it might be is focused on other on they're focused on things other than the Lord. They're not being productive. And here is a type of soul that we've all found ourselves in. When thorns spring up in agriculture, from what I understand, you know, hey, they're either going to have to be pulled up or burned out, you know. It's like in the book of Hebrews, you know, Hebrews 6, that mentions the field that is uh, nigh to cursing, you know. It's like an uh, agricultural practice to burn land that has become overgrown with uh, thorns and thistles. They burn it so that some new growth can come in there, you know, like, you know, stuff that we want to eat, like fruits and vegetables or whatever the case may be. And this is also to where the chastening of the Lord comes in when we get like this. We don't like it because it hurts. You know, I've had things burned out of my life, you know, that were, inter that were interfering with my spiritual growth. And the Lord let it go for many years, and then he picked this time to get rid of it. That's kind of the mercy of God, if you think about it. You know, because, hey, sometimes we can run and get out of whack for a long time, and the Lord doesn't immediately punish us right then and there. He lets us kind of run, you know, for a certain amount of time, however long that may be, you know. Uh, a lot of times it happens as it happens to be years. Sometimes it could be months or maybe even just weeks. Who knows? So, but he picks that time for his own reasons. And he will definitely, I assure you, get your attention. You will not mistake it when the Lord decides to deal with you about it. You know, and, and I can say, don't, don't be afraid when this happens because... It is a sign that he is dealing with you about it, and you just need to listen to him. That's it. And, you know, the last soil type, we, all, we can all figure this out. It is, obviously, it's the direct opposite of the one that we just talked about. It's the, it's the good ground, the fertile soil. Uh, it sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. You know, you might not bear fruit a hundredfold. It might be 20, 40, or 60, or even more than a hundred. And he said these things, and when he said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Because this is very important, especially for the Christian. As far as our Christian living, the last two soul types are extremely important for us to understand. We've all had times where we've been the thorns and thistles type of soul. That's not what we want to be, though. We want to be the type that has submitted ourselves to the Lord and is wanting to grow in our sanctification. The more sanctified you are, I th you know, I think one way that the Bible puts it, you know, the more sanctified you are, the more saved you are. Or you could also say the more saved you are, the more sanctified you are. You know, because your salvation isn't just in the past, it's also it's in the present and the future too. You know, it's like I've seen it said in the word before. You have been saved and you are being saved. That's another way of saying you are being sanctified. It's kind of like you're more saved now than what you were before. If that makes any sense. 
you know, you're saved positionally and justification-wise, but you're also uh, evidencing that more, you know, your salvation more by your lifestyle if you're adding virtue into virtue. Let people see that light shine from within you. You know, don't give the world at large a reason to uh, shake their heads and say, oh, they say they're a Christian? Look at how they're acting and behaving. You know, don't do that. You know, we all stumble and do things we shouldn't do, but try to, you know, but our goal is to be more like Christ. It says in 1 Peter chapter, uh, excuse me, 2 Peter chapter 1, you know, add, add this virtue to that virtue to that virtue to that virtue and you won't stumble. Think about it. So, but now that we've done read through all this, I'm going to close this program today and I'm going to pray. Uh, Lord, if there's anybody here, Father, who is uh, not, who is listening to this and uh, if their life is like a thorn, is like a thorny field, you know, thorns and thistles, you know, just, I pray, I pray that they would understand that that can change, you know, if they can uh, get back with you the way they need to be. And if there's anybody out there who's listening, uh, who is not saved, you know, they might be, uh, like the person who has a rocky heart, you know, uh, you know, which I hope that's, that's not the case, you know, but, uh, Lord, just, I pray that if there's anybody out there who is not saved, who's listening to this, or if they have family who's not saved, then I pray for that too. You know, I pray that people would yield to your spirit when you're trying to offer. I pray that people would yield to you when you're trying to offer them the water, the living water, the Holy Spirit. Offer it to, you know, I pray that people would yield and receive that water so that they will never thirst again. Let them have a chance to receive that. And it's in Christ's name I pray this. Amen.